This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It's now 5.44 and it's time for today on Twitter. We're still keeping it political, but perhaps a little bit more casual, specifically a more casual look for the cabinet. So this is being discussed in a few places. Uh, let's start with this tweet from Jalil Rashid who says, liking this new no necktie look, about time we ditch ties. Can we also start wearing more Malaysian batik, please? So uh, this is not the first time. So this is not the first time that we are discussing workwear for politicians. I'd like to say um, right at the outset also that we have plans to extend this conversation <laughs> to workplaces as a whole. Because every time we talk about whether our politicians should wear ties, whether they should wear suits, you also get people saying... We also work in Malaysia where it's very hot <laughs> and, and where maybe it doesn't make sense to continue wearing suits and ties. So we'll get there. But in the meantime, lots of people reacting to, yeah, the more the more casual, perhaps a little bit more laid back look that the cabinet has been spotting. Yeah, so the pictures have been going viral, right? Of either that the, the formal picture of the cabinet members all in a row, all tieless. Uh, there are also a few pictures of them having the actual meeting, looking sort of very casual. Um, and so the tweets um, are largely celebrating it. Danny, first off, saying, it's time to reject the colonial noose. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I enjoy that. I enjoy that. I don't think it needs explaining. Um, we also have Pak um, Jemil who says, we live in a tropical climate with high humidity. We need to acclimatise formal fashion wear with something more equator friendly, yet presentable during meetings. So I, I want to talk about this a little bit. Um, and I want to relate it to the pandemic. Because during the pandemic, uh, there were there were a lot of ideas about how it is that we can make our buildings more healthy. Uh, and central air conditioning is is one of those main issues, mm. uh, the lack of airflow, the you know, all, all these things that have been discussed. And then you've also got the push for more green buildings. And what's standing in the way of that, among many other things, admittedly, uh, is the fact that we are heavily reliant, most office buildings are, on central air conditioning or in general of most of the office, most of the building being air conditioned, which is a response, of course, to the, the heat of our environment. But if we're talking about being more environmentally friendly, if we're talking about being more pandemic future proof, then having fresh air is one way to think about it. And if that happens, then office wear is also going to have to adapt. Well, lots of people are actually bringing up perhaps the obvious replacement, right? Uh, Fadil Arsad says, more bate is the way to go. Sean723 says, yes to bate as well. About time we also dressed a bit more suited to our weather. Um, and that's something that many people have brought up. We want to see more bate, not just in our cabinets, but generally in what we consider formal wear. So um, not to bring it back to the original tweet, though, Malaysian batik, because yes. um, Malaysian batik, uh, generally speaking, across the board, um, is more costly than the the next most common batik in our country, which I suppose is Indonesian batik. And I think if we want to represent, and if we want to represent batik and our local textile industry, yeah, I, I do, I agree, 100% more batik. More Malaysian batik would definitely be nice. Uh, Daffodil with Rose says, yes, please, for teachers too. It gets really hot while teaching. It's fine if there's an air conditioner. Oof, I don't even want to imagine having to wear a neck 
tie mm. while standing in a sweltering classroom for most of the day. Um, although this might be one of my favorite tweets, um, Dick Lopez says, ties are a waste of time in most situations. In blue collar MNC global type companies, it's not required and can be a safety hazard. Clients are more concerned about quality, cost and delivery in that order. Ties be gone, a snake upon thy neck. So colonial noose mm. and a snake upon thy neck is where we've ended up. So we're talking about this because um, pictures of the first new cabinet meeting have emerged with the cabinet members not wearing ties. Um, and so we're asking you, what do you think of this look? Would you like to do away with corporate wear everywhere? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, WhatsApp or send us a voice note 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Because freedom matters. BFM. 89.9. It is 5.52. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. And on today on Twitter, we've been talking about going tireless, specifically because the new cabinet for their first cabinet meeting showed up with a more casual look, no ties. And so we've been asking you, what do you think of this look? And in general, would you like to do away with corporate wear for everyone, everywhere? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred WhatsApp or send us a voice note 018 Tweet us at BFM Radio. We do have thoughts. Yes. So uh, let's start with this from Munif, who says, They're lucky I'm not PM or we're going to hit the parliament in Kain Palikat. Nothing more weather appropriate than that. The breeze is bliss. Munif, why not? I don't think, uh, I mean, if if the Myanmar uh, members of parliament and people in, uh, you know, in government can wear the longi, I don't see why Kain Palikat wouldn't be included. It's traditional wear. It is traditional wear. It is comfortable. It is thoroughly Malaysian. The breeze <laughs> is bliss. It's just, is, is that alone is enough to convince me. I think so. I mean, as as women, we get to enjoy the breeze more often than more often than the men. So I, I think, you know, whatever makes you comfortable and is therefore more uh, conducive to congenial conversation in parliament. Yes, actually, right? Mm. Maybe people will be less aggressive with each other <laughs> if they are in breezy kind blikats. Feeling bliss. <laughs> uh, we do have a caller on the line. Good evening, Emily. What are your thoughts? Hello, good evening. Um, yeah, so I was just saying that maybe for a cabinet member, they can afford, but they imagine having to buy buses are not cheap, especially Malaysian buses, as you mentioned earlier. Like, if you have to buy like five pairs of it from Monday until Friday to wear, that would be like very costly for the average rakyat, right? So, I don't think like it's, it's something everybody can afford. I, I think that's such a great but, point, Emily. Yeah. But right now, like, uh, more, more corporate companies, like private, private corporate companies are looking into, like, not really asking you to wear formal wear, then more towards, like, casual wear. So it's more towards productivity and gaining results rather than, um, how you look like uh, going to the office. And do you have a preference? I mean, are you, are you partial to formal wear? Are you all for this uh, move towards being more casual? Um, in the company that I work with, yeah, uh, we we are doing more more casual more casual wears, and it actually does uh, help in a way because you feel more comfortable when you're when you're in the office and you can just like relax and not really think about like oh I have to iron my shirt tomorrow. You can just think about what you need to do for work tomorrow, and maybe if it's like a very important function, then of course. 
may be dressed up <laughs> in a more formal environment. Um, but the move towards like to think about like uh, um, how you look like rather than productivity. Uh, this is just my opinion. Other people might think that uh, how you look is more is important as well. But I think productivity and how you do your job is actually more important than how you look like. Thank you, Emily, for your thoughts. Um, keep those thoughts coming if you'd like to call double seven double three two nine hundred, or you can send us a voice note zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. I think that this idea of uh, less focus on appearance and more focus on productivity is uh, an especially an especially nice one, and, and the question of cost is an especially nice one in the context of people who are new to the workplace. Because uh, Emily, that point you brought up about investment. So yes, in the context of batik, I agree. And, and also, right, if you only have five pairs, it may not be enough for you yeah, uh, exactly. over the course of a, a you know work working day to day. Uh, the other part of it, though, is that if we accept more casual wear and therefore our closets weren't so strictly divided into this is what I wear to work and this is what I wear when I'm off duty, then I think the barriers to quote unquote look professional in your workplace would also be lower for people who are new to the workspace and also earning less. And you don't have to worry so much about about cost. Anis is just saying batik subsidy. And you know what? That's something I might support. It came with a lol. It did come with a lol. <laughs> uh, Ritza, meanwhile, says, I agree with the change in looks. Ministers and top guns used to wear bush jackets back in the day. Hardly see anyone wearing it right now. I can think of one person who I can iconically imagine in a bush jacket. But you're right. Those days seem to have gone past. So is, is it because we have one person who owns the bush jacket that now nobody wants to bring it back for fear of invoking said person? Perhaps, right? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I think you could get away with like a like a. I'm trying to think what color was hasn't been worn. <laughs> you know, something like a printed, yeah, a printed bush jacket. I don't know who would wear that, but um, you know, I think something like that. But if you go greens and greys and blues, uh, you're definitely invoking Tun M. It's hard to step <laughs> away from it. Um, I have to read this one from Ro. Uh, Ro says, "No tie cabinet is a subliminal message of no tie, i.e., no Parikata National." You know, Ro, thank you for getting it. I, I feel <laughs> clearly we're clearly we're all just overlooking the. We most, did not get yeah, that subliminal message. The most important element here. Um, we also have um, Anil who says, for those who don't wear neckties and coats, I'm sure deep down in their mind they want to wear it. And for those who do, it's a torture with this weather unless you're blessed with aircon. You know, I think that might be true if you have the luxury of being in an air-conditioned room all day. I do think a nice suit is nice when you don't have to sweat in it. We should be upfront and say that as people who work in the media, neither you nor I have ever had a corporate dress code, I don't think. Plus on radio. So, you yeah. know, sometimes you can get away with slippers. So our bias is showing, I think. This is true. Mm. Keep those thoughts coming. And after the six o'clock news on Inside Story, we're going to be talking about the arts and culture finally being parked under the tourism ministry yet again, uh, though not many people seem particularly happy about it. If you have thoughts on that, send those through and keep it here, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.